When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You damn right. It's 8.51 now, nine minutes until... Nine o'clock already, warm some sun this morning, then developing showers, possible thunderstorms tonight. 64 for the high today. It is uh, right now 52 degrees and cloudy, but 64 later on today. Uh, Los Angeles, California, hosting a dating life debrief with friends is a time-honored tradition. So much so that over 75% of surveyed singles said they discussed their dating life with friends multiple times a month. I never did that. Do you guys ever talk about your dating life with your friends? I yeah. think it's more of a, a yes, but I think it's more of like a like a girl friend group activity than like yeah. guys as much. Yeah, like I feel like especially today, like they talk about not yeah like guys like not as in depth where you talk about every little detail, but I yeah. think it's yeah it's more common to be discussed. Like overall. I'll I'll ask you, Tevin, like how the date go? You'll say good, mm-hmm. you know she had she did this thing that was a little annoying, but also you know she offered to split the bill, but I you know insisted. Right. Okay, cool. That's the extent of our conversation. Yep. But we're not going like so. What, what type of dress was she wearing? Oh like, yeah, I'm yeah. not like calling AJ crying into like a bowl of ice cream as a, <laughs> she didn't so open the right. door for me. <laughs> you know, I got to be honest with you. You know the talking with my friends about my dating life and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. The only talk I ever did about with my friends was when a new friend would meet Catherine. Every time they'd look at her and look at me and go, what the hell are you doing with him? Right. Thanks. Blink Thanks twi- a lot. Blink twice if he's kidnapped you. <laughs> if he's, he's forcing holding, you to be here. Holding you hostage. Did he hire you? Why are you here? Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I've been putting up with now for 43 years, for Christ's sake. That's all I know. So in any case, uh, so much so that over 75% of surveyed singles say they discuss their dating life with their friends multiple times a month. To assist today's singles and their dating deliberators it, uh, in uh, deeming if someone is worthy of a like, Tinder, the world's most popular dating app for meeting new people, is launching Tinder Matchmaker. The new feature lets friends and family asynchronously. Huh? What do you think of that? That big words. Access Tinder to recommend profiles for a user. Have you guys ever used Tinder? I, I, that was, I was already obviously married and all that stuff by the time that came along. I used to, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, when it first came out, after a while it just got just ridiculous. It was oh, really? yeah, it was essentially just a let's hook up type of site. But yeah, when it first came out, it was fine. So wait a minute. As soon as human beings got involved, they destroyed it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> why? Second. Why? Why do humans have to destroy something? We're going to do this my way. Oh, are we? <laughs> okay. 
The feature makes modern dating a team sport by essentially integrating the friend test into Tinder. Users can now invite others, whether they have a Tinder profile or not, to view and suggest potential matches. It gives Tinder users the added intel of seeing who their friends like for them when considering a potential match. But just like in real life, the user ultimately decides who they want to send a like to. Well, I would hope so. You don't have somebody sending it for you. <laughs> right. I don't want this to go on and on. I'll just get to the, I want to get to the important part. For years, singles have asked their friends, uh, asked their friends to help find their next match on Tinder, and now we're making that so easy with Tinder Matchmaker, says Melissa Hobley, or Hobley, I guess it could be, uh, to bring users and their personal matchmakers up to speed on this new digital dating dynamic. Tinder has partnered with rapper Koi LaRae. Who's Koi LaRae? She's a female rapper, very, very popular. You really? probably would hate all of her music, but she's great. I hate rap because it destroyed so R&B. It destroyed R&B! That's, it's, that's such a just blasphemous statement. It's, it's not just, blasphemous. You could, you, it's, ruined the business. No, it's just different. It's okay. It's just different. It's still great. Not as great, but not every song's great, but not every song from like okay, classic this? rock is great either. So we got some soul or R&B. Mm -hmm. Turn out the lights. Let's have a night. Mm -hmm. Now here's rap. And the chicken tastes like wood. You pick how on that, earth you pick could you one, like that? You garbage? pick one rap oh, no, lyric no. from nope. what is that? That's the worst uh, of the, all time. Why can't I think of the name of that song? Is that Rapper's Delight? Rapper's yeah. Delight, exactly. Like you pick one from a song like forty years. <laughs> it was ago. the very first rap song. Yeah, it was the very first one, which ruined my life. Uh, music evolves <clears throat> in, over it's time. Not music, and it's, it's bullshitting. No, That's what it is. Good. It's good, Tom. Everyone, woman, they love me. Can we oh, play some like? 21 Savage coming Oh, no, you don't, that's not going to help the argument. <laughs> no, not at, all. not at all. Not at all. All right, I'm not even going to talk about this anymore. I'm going to hang up on Tinder just for that. Oh. I just, well, everybody likes their kind. I have mm. always been just a huge rhythm and blues and soul music fan. I yeah. love this stuff. So don't be changing it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's like the natural evolution of music. Like, it's going to change over time, and unfortunately, like not all of it's going to hit. But the new stuff is good. It's just not your classic R&B. Like, that style of music is pretty much gone for the most part. It is. I like one rap song. Have I ever told you what it is? California Love. You got it. It's the only one I like. Which is a good one. It's positive instead of, yeah. I'm going to go beat the shit out of somebody and then bang her's wife. Say, oh, boy, <laughs> what great music that is. <laughs> Let's go shoot someone. Okay, yeah, great. And it's also like music is a narration of the time and experiences that people are going through. So that's why you get a lot of that. Like back when NWA, there was a lot of like, you know, the revolting, we hate the police type of music. And then, you know, now when rappers start getting money, now they rap about money and Because they that need the now. police now? Because they have money? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, and now like, because you'll hear... You'll hear rappers that they'll rap about, you know, like, oh, I hate the police or I'm right. doing all this illegal stuff. And then they'll do interviews and they're like, oh, no, it's all just for show. Like, I don't exactly. do, I don't do any of that. And so at least they're admitting it now. But, yeah, it, it's all fake, people. Unbelievable. <clears throat> but, you know, again, you're, you're proud of being from California. I like mm -hmm. that. That works for me. Yeah. But it, and I did like Rapper's Delight, by the way. I did actually like that song. <laughs> I would say it's hard not to like that tastes song. Tastes like wood. If, just what do you mean the chicken tastes like? I like, don't, don't know eat that. that chicken. That <laughs> sounds terrible. Exactly. Don't eat. Don't eat there any longer. That's not a good spot for you. Uh, what the hell can I tell you? Right. I guess you like what you like, don't you? Yeah. But you know what I really hate, and I really, really, really hate this. When these 
and I'm not trying to single out any community. It's just people know what the kind of community is. I hate when these young guys from like Wyzetta decide they want to look like a rapper. Yes. The, Stop doing that. The Malibu's most wanted style. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, and even if you want to be a rapper, like you don't, you can be a rapper and you don't have to like dress a certain type of way. Right. It's about your ability to do the musical performance. It's all true. Works for me. That's good though. Oh, don't, no, here, now here we go. I think we covered this a little bit yesterday, but it got the full story here. I don't remember if this was when I was at home or still on the show from yesterday, but 11 hidden and abandoned guns are now in the hands of a Ramsey County Sheriff's Office after deputies busted a late night party on Saturday in the 10,700 block, 108th Avenue North at Maple Grove. Some of the guns were hidden in backpacks and purses. Did you see the picture of these guns? Um, I did not, but I'm pulling it up right now. They abandoned the guns. They were hiding them behind the couch and under the couch. And there were guns everywhere. Well, 11 of them. Ramsey County Under Sheriff Mike Martin says several of the handguns had extended magazines and auto sears, also known as switches, which convert regular handguns to machine guns. Have you ever seen them fire a handgun that operates like a machine gun? No. They did it on TV last night because of this story. Mm-hmm. I am not, the guy pulls out a pistol. And he aims it at the target, and it's like, Brrrt. like, what? Jesus. I mean, they're like pistols that can shoot 11, 12, 13 rounds in just two seconds. That's terrifying. <laughs> you got that right. Man, what's happening, Pally? Um, nothing, nothing. Don't, uh, <laughs> Tevin, re- quick on air production meeting, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, were we expecting Marie Osmond on the show today? No. I love Maria. Do you want to talk to Maria Osmond? I would love to Let's talk to her. She's a wonderful person. Maria. Okay, nice production over there, pal. No, we're good. Well, how, who booked her? <laughs> it's not art, so I'm I'm curious as well. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Marie. Sorry, um, do you need Marie now? Are you guys good yeah. to go? Yeah, oh, absolutely. that'd be wonderful. Please, Marie. Okay. Marie, how are you today? Well, I'm good, Tom. How are you? Why aren't you coming in to see your Uncle Tommy today? I, you know... You know, I'm such a butt. <laughs> okay, well, that, it works. So how are you doing, my friend? Everything, everything's good? Everything is so good. Yep. I'm- Whoops. Do we drop her? No, so she's still on the line. I still got her up. Are I- you still there? Oh. This is flowing smoothly, I yeah, think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's too bad because I've always liked her. I've interviewed her 8,000 times over the years. Always very, very friendly person. I hope we can get her back on for a couple more minutes because she's, a, like I said, just a very pleasant I like pleasant people. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, look at this. This would be our day. First of all, we just killed it in the first hour, the three of us. As right? usual. Now, the second hour, we kick off with Marie Osmond, and then we got Mary Mack coming in at 10. Then we got Kristen Bird at ten twenty. Then we got Jim McMahon at ten thirty. We're loaded for bear. Absolutely, that's all I'm saying. Bear pun intended with Jim McMahon because that's, that's what you play for. You're a professional. I'm very professional at this job, and I'll have you know. God, I hope we can get Marie back on, on here. She's a very pleasant person. It's because she's the singer actress lady that we're talking about, right? The Osmond brothers, Osmond like family. This lady. Mm-hmm. Okay. Semi attractive, don't you think? Yeah, she's cute. <laughs> I'll listen to you. She, uh, you know. Well, just in case she's on, online, I don't, <laughs> no, don't well, want. she is. I mean, no, she's very attractive. 
No, it's uh, and she's a very very nice person. I wonder how the hell that that got booked and nobody knew about it. Yeah, I don't. I wonder who she talked to because Mike, you want to know my guess? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving forward because Andy doesn't book any guests, does he? No, I didn't think so. So I don't know. She's uh, we're trying to get Marie Osmond back on the line because she's just uh, very, like I said, very pleasant. All right, guys, we should have Marie back on the line now. Okay, you so know, now, is it something I said? I'm just curious. It's a total disaster because now basically I think you just tied with my wife Catherine for hanging up on me. <laughs> okay, well, let, I'll have to meet Catherine. Okay. Oh, you and Catherine would be quite the duo, I will tell you that. It's just bless your heart. Let me put it this way, Maria. Uh, she's far too good for me. Is that a good way to put it? Uh, okay, you just scored brownie points with all the women listening. Good, I'm glad to hear that. That's a good thing. <laughs> so what's the latest? What are you doing? You know, my life is in such a fun place, like I was saying. Um, so really, you know, I have worked over six, six decades yeah. consistently every year of my life, and I've been blessed to do so many unique things. But something happened. So my current album... Uh, debuted number one on Billboard. Now, I've had number one records, but to have it debut at my age, I don't know, it just kind of put something in my heart. And then it went back up 29 different times to the top 10. Really? Which which is the same age as me, you know, which was quite remarkable. Sure. But but, um, I went, you know, I can't beat that. And it just kind of triggered something in me to find this opportunity in my life to do all these bucket lists that I've wanted to do. And so this year, if you go to my social, I mean, I've done everything from climb Mount Sinai to jump out of an airplane, uh, zip line across um, like 300 feet above uh, waterfalls. Uh, I went to Iceland and on my bucket list, I have always wanted to do a soap. And I know that sounds crazy, but uh, Brad Bell, who is the creator of Bold and the Beautiful on CBS, uh, they're in like their 37th season. It's God. crazy. Amazing. And William Bell, his dad, he created Young and the Restless. And uh, Brad called me and said, I see that you have time. You're doing these bucket lists. Would you like to do this, be on the show now? And I could never because, you know, Vegas, when you're doing a residency, what I call a real residency, you work five nights a week all year long. You tour in the summer and do a Christmas tour. You never stop. And I did that for 11 years. And I went, you know what, Brad, let's do this. So he wrote this part for me, you guys. It is so fun. She's such a butt. And she, <laughs> she's this countess. And um, it was so fun to do. And it's coming out, I think, what, tomorrow? From what I'm looking at here, Marie, it looks like uh, it's a five-part event that's starting on the 25th. And you're actually making your debut in an episode on the 27th. Okay, 27. And uh, anyway, she's from Milan, and she just thinks everything revolves around her. And um, it was, it's so much fun. But I love these soap people. So when I had my own talk show, uh, I used to have them come on as groups and get to know them. And I got to know, you know, Kate Lindner, and I got to know, um, you know, Esther, Esther Valentine's part. Uh, that's Kate. And then, um, you know, Tracy Bergman. I met Thorsten. He plays Ridge Forrester. Anyway, I love this episode because it's Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful coming together for this big fashion event. And it was so much fun. I started at 5 in the morning, ended up by midnight. These people work harder than anybody on the planet. Other than you. 
Well, <laughs> I wasn't scared of the workload because, you know, I had done variety when I was a kid, which mm-hmm. is a, a similar workload. But you have one shot to do it in. They don't have, you know, you get this angle and that angle and this angle and tweak it and tweak it. No, you have one shot. And uh, it's, it was really fun. No, I would imagine it is. Uh, how old were you? I mean, the whole family uh, started up very, very young. How old were you when, when it all started? Well, I did my first show when I was three years old on the Andy Williams show. God. <laughs> and I was introduced as the youngest Osmond brother. But <laughs> I'm the only girl. But, uh, you know, I started performing in Japan and Sweden, doing commercials and all kinds of things. Um, I recorded my first uh, record, album, Paper Roses, when I was 12 oh, and a half. sure, sure. And just celebrated my big 50-year anniversary for Paper Roses. But, um, you know, did the Donnie Marie shows and then um, went and had a slew. Then I went back to country, had songs like No Stopping Your Heart, Meet Me in Montana, things mm-hmm. like that. And Then I went to Broadway and I did, I was Rodgers and Hammerstein's girl for a while with King and I and Sound of Music and, uh, you know, those shows, Broadway shows. And, uh, and then just life has just been crazy busy. But um, I just, you know, I just love life and have... Love giving back, you know, did Children's Miracle Network and things like that. So, I don't know. I just feel like God has been so good to me, and uh, I just feel very blessed. You know, isn't it interesting that, that when you go out and you work really hard and you do the best you possibly can, you still feel blessed. You put in the great uh, work, the hard work, I put in all the hours and all the rest of it, but you pass that on to somebody else. In this case, you pass it on to, well, God's watching over me. I think that view of life is a wonderful way to look at it. Well, look, you know, life's not easy, and that doesn't mean that I haven't had many, many difficult things to go through, but I believe, you know, God doesn't cause people, He doesn't make people do those things to us. Um, God can't do that. He can't stop people from their free will, their agency, Mm -hmm. but He can be there to help you get through it, and you, you have a choice to get bitter or better. And I believe in better. I believe that everything, you know, we're promised nothing, nothing in this life too much for us. He'll always be there. And so you learn, you know, and you learn to have, for me anyway, I have much more empathy and compassion on people from all the things, the hard things I've been through, much more than the good things. That's who, that's what's defined me as a person is not the good stuff. It's, it's the difficult thing, you know? So basically you're saying the 40 times you've been on my show are the difficult times and the rest is all good. Exactly, and your wife would concur. <laughs> and she would, absolutely. <laughs> well, you're right about that. As a matter of fact, we got to book you on the family show, too, because my wife would love to talk to you. How's the rest of the family? How's everybody? The, the brother's doing well? Everybody's doing well? Yeah, everybody's pretty much retired. Uh, Donnie's in Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. He, you know, he'll die there. He, he loves it. Uh, but I, I have eight children. I have nine grandchildren now. And I, I like having the ability to go to their games and not be under contract. Um, because you know what, honestly, when it comes down to it, um, you know, it's going to be my, the kids, the people around me, it's not going to be platinum albums and things like that. And how many TV shows did you do? It's going to be my grandkids and they need to know their grandma. So I'm loving that portion of my life right now. Um, and I still work. I mean, I do. I'm heading in to do a huge symphonic Christmas tour this year to finish up the year. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful show. When you have all those live 
musicians on stage with you. It's incredible. And I've seen multiple genres. So it'll be everything from country to pop to rock to Broadway to opera. Um, it's, it's, a very, it's a musical feast as far as music because I love all music. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a really fun, fun show. Are you going to go on tour at all? It, it's on tour. But, I mean, are you, I should have I I I misspoke. Are you coming here on your tour? You know, you'll have to go to my social and look at my schedule. I only am doing so many dates because I mm-hmm. want to be home for Christmas. But um, I've taken different markets. But I don't know how much longer I'm going to be working. I, I'm loving my life. And um, I don't know. I never say never. But, but I won't be the final tour, you know, ten times in a row every year. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right. But I do. I, I'm enjoying my life a lot right now. So. See, that's a wonderful thing. You know, you brought back so many great memories, Marie. Marie's been on, when I used to be on the KQ Morning Show, she used to come on all the time. We had a wonderful time. And Donnie used to come in and spend a lot of time in studio because he was traveling. Yeah, and I knew it took months to recover from that. So. Well, he did get mad at me once. You know why he got mad at me? He's such a butt. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's such a butt. I am not kidding you. He looked at me like, oh, God, Tom, you did it again. Because I said, no, let's be honest. Donnie is a very handsome young man, right? <laughs> well, he is, right? Well, he's not young. and he's not. I don't think he's that handsome. So <laughs> <laughs> Marie, you haven't changed a bit. That's all I have to say. But, my mom told me it was my job to keep them all humble, so that's what I do. <laughs> well, good. But the one time, he's sitting across the table. This is many years ago, sitting across the table, and I'm just... I'm one of those guys that's like, well, you know this, Marie. I've talked to me all these times that I like to poke the bear, like to cause trouble. And I said, Donnie, does it bother you at all that as handsome as you are, that Marie's a lot prettier than you? <laughs> he, just, he did not like that at all. Uh, he's so funny. All right. Your people well, tell you him. You know what? He, he's, 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 a, he's, had a, he's had a unique life, and uh, he does have a little bit of a temper. <laughs> oh, yes, I've noticed that, Marie. Marie, they're saying you have to move on to your next deal, but please come back very soon. I love hearing oh, your voice. Kidding? You're so fun to talk to. I've really enjoyed, I've enjoyed it. And uh, anytime, anytime you want to talk to me, I'm here. Thank you, Marie. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye, Tom. Marie Osmond, God. I, you know what's so great about my life, and I'll be very honest with you. So you get a call. You didn't even know Marie Osmond was going to be on. No. Right? Mm. You obviously didn't know that I've known Marie for years. Right? No, no. I, had, I had no clue that right. you guys were as close as, uh, as as you were. She's just a wonderful. Did you look at her pictures? Yeah, I I was. Yeah. If we had more time, I was going to ask <laughs> her what she is doing because it says sixty four for her age. Yeah. She does not look sixty. No, when she no. said grandma, I was like, where? Yeah, <laughs> whose grandma are you? Yeah, and her tour unfortunately doesn't stop in Minnesota. It looks like it's Damn it. uh, Utah, a bunch of stops in Texas, Oklahoma, Florida. So it's all the hillbillies. Yeah. Did well, I mean, look? if you're including Florida, I know Florida holds a soft spot in your heart. So. Oh, but northern Florida is very hillbilly. Like Fort Myers, Sarasota, and the villages? The villages? She's playing the villages? That's what it says. People December are busy 16. getting syphilis there, aren't they? Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, that, next time she books a show in Minnesota, we'll have to make sure that we get her in studio. Oh, yeah. You, and by the way, in person, she is a lot better. Did you look at her pictures? Yeah. That one on the lower right there? Mm-hmm. Stunningly beautiful woman. She's better looking than that in person. And she's such a nice person. Yeah. 
That's what I love about her. Yeah, I love that she was like, oh, I'm not booking too many dates because I still want to be like around family and home for Christmas and things like that. So it's like she seems like she stays grounded in her stardom. She does. Yeah, She's I love that. Terrific. You know, her, I mean, her and her entire family, you know, they're yep. they're showbiz people. So it's mm-hmm. awesome that they don't feel like they need to be engulfed in that. And, she, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, I I have this priority in my family. I have these grandchildren, which is weird to say because, you know, we saw what she looks like and, and everything like that. But she wants <laughs> exactly. she wants to focus on spending time with them. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. That's tremendous. And especially like, because nowadays, especially like celebrities will be like, well, how can I take this holiday moment that's supposed to be with my family and turn it into something that can make me more popular and make an extra episode of my reality show as our holiday special? Like, no, take time for your family and be a regular human being. No question. And, you know, it's one of those situations, again, I just lost a bunch of friends in the last couple of years, so it's been kind of sad. So I've been trying to focus on all the the positive things, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and knowing the Osmonds and having Donnie in and Marie in and all the rest of it, they're very, very nice people. I'm very lucky in that, well, a couple of people have mentioned to me on this show because I hadn't worked with them before. It's like, do you know everybody? And I said, well, I've been doing this for 54 years, so yes, I know everyone. Yeah. And they all, well, I would say 99% of them remember me, and it's very nice of them to do that. Uh, as an example, I just got an email from Art Sears you know who's available for a Halloween radio tour? <laughs> Michael Berriman. Ooh. I love Michael. Michael is a great guy. We better book him, We'd, don't you think? Yeah. We got to book Michael Berriman. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if we should book him. I think it's on Friday. He's got is this Friday? I think he's got some uh, stuff on yeah, Friday. 27th, yeah, three days. So is there any any chance we could reach out and yeah. get him on it? He, you'd love him. He's a great guy. But, yeah, let me just say this. I'm so great. Well, I look, I mean, coming up later this morning, Mary Mack's going to come in the studio. I adore Mary Mack. She's one of my favorite people in the world. What a talent. Big-time TV star now, as you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then you got Kristen Burt, who's a lovely and talented woman who we lo- just love having on the show. Jim McMahon's coming on at 1030. All of that, I, I just, I'm lu- I guess I'm lucky in the fact that I can look back and go, my God, am I a lucky son bitch, right? Yeah. But, there's not a lot of places where you can go to work and then just surprisingly throughout the day you get a call from yeah. Lily Osmond. You know? know not a lot of people can say that. I was not expecting that. My mom's going to love that when I talk to her later. Oh, I bet she is. Yeah. We got to have Marie come in when she's, if she ever gets to town again, in person. She's just this bright, bubbly, happy person. And when she leaves, you're like, I'm happy now. <laughs> Things have changed. Now, that was great. I'm so glad that you answered that phone call. Yeah, well, it, it was it was curious because it was the hotline call. So usually, mm-hmm. if anybody calls on that, it's like it's important, oh. and they're supposed to be calling, but we weren't expecting it, which is I a, love it. That's a happy surprise. I wonder who booked it. No, no Tevin, absolutely. I booked it. You, yeah, you, I'll take You're booking away. It. You're booking so yep. many things. You almost forget sometimes. Oh, here we that's go. how good at your job you are. Yep. Here just we go. So many, yeah, so many celebrities <laughs> hitting me up to be on the show. I'm just like, it, it's I you're lose beating track. them off with yeah. a stick. I will tell you one. Well, we were the highest rated morning show in America. We could have had 50 people a day on. It was unbelievable. Yep. My favorite, though, was uh, Bob Dole. Remember, he ran for president. He was a United States senator mm-hmm. from, I can't remember where he's from. No. Very nice guy. But, I, I, but the fifth time I ever talked to him, he comes on and he goes, Good morning, Tom. It's great to be on with you again and everybody at KORS. <laughs> <laughs> like Bob, you've been on this show ten times, and now it's K O R S. Is that the ticket? Well, it, it always amazes me when radio people know all the call signs for like 
random stations. Like yeah. even when Alan came in yesterday and he Alan was, was like, great. he was like, oh yeah, he was on radio at like such and such a station, and then he was just like, yeah, uh, X Y W four is the. And I'm like, how do you just yeah. have that on the tip of your tongue? I could never. My favorite thing that happened yesterday is listeners called in requests, and Alan, do we have any of the audio of Alan? Uh, not on me right now, but we. But I mean, could I can, we have yeah. some in a bit? Yeah. Uh, I just want AJ to hear his voice. I could try whipping something up. He has got, but everybody was calling and going, tell Alan to say you rang. <laughs> so he's like, you rang. Right. It was and, phenomenal. And he does have his, like, you can go to Cameo and have, where you like pay celebrities, oh, yeah, like yeah. say stuff. And yeah, so he does have that open. So yeah, you could get him to say whatever you want for whatever his What a nice is. man. He just turned out to be a very, very nice guy. He did the, uh, the, um, what is that called again when they do the, the in the in stadium announcing? Just the uh, stadium. Like public PA, address? public, public yeah, address public, announcer. Public yeah. address, I suppose it would be, yeah. He must be incredible at that. What a nice man, too. Yeah, and because like normally when you go to the game, you don't really pay attention to it. But since he was on the show, I was like, oh, I paid a little bit more attention to what he was saying. And he's like on point with everything that he's doing. And like he does mm-hmm. put enough emotion into it where he feels like he's part of the team. So yeah, he does a great job. I couldn't agree more. I just, once again, I, th- see, there you go. You show up for work on a Tuesday, and you go, oh, my God, Marie Osmond called. Yeah. This made me happy. That stuff makes me very happy. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get, you know, because l- let me put it this way. Let's say I was doing this for 54 years, and nobody knew who I was. That would not be good. No. No, not at all. You got a point. You got a what? point. You've interviewed me before. I don't remember you. Forgettable. They, guys must, some guys must have that, that people just don't remember them. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. And well, because you either remember like the really good ones or the train wrecks. Oh, yeah. And you'd be like, oh, my gosh, I went to oh, this yeah. radio station. All they wanted me to do was tell my jokes, and then I left, or they were terrible at their job. So. You are correct, sir. There's no question about it. I just, whoo. All I have to say is whoo. Is that enough? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Did we take our... We didn't take no, no. Well, we've got to take our break, don't we? Yeah, yeah. we can. He's going to move right along here. We'll be back in just a couple minutes right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant.
It's Tom Bernard for Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. I'm happy to say I purchased an EV Mustang from Flagship and have friends and co-workers who bought new vehicles and used ones from this family-run dealership that's just 20 minutes west of the metro in Baldwin. Whether you want to compare their used car specials, claim Ford financing options, or simply book an oil change or tire rotation, they have you covered at Flagship Ford. New vehicles like the Ford Escape, the Edge, or F-150 pickups with special engine options. Flagship Ford can answer all your questions on your next new vehicle. The month of October is Tire Month at Flagship Ford. Fit your tires for your specific vehicle, any model car, truck, or SUV, and get your tires before the snow flies, just $5 over cost. That's a purchase of four new tires with a $70 rebate gift card on top of the $5 over cost on most brands of tires. Flagship Ford, east of the metro in Baldwin, Wisconsin, and online at FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted wait. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. World. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I don't know about unruly. You think it's unruly? That's exactly what an unruly person would say. Yeah. I'm not unruly, damn it. Her, her I mean, rejoiners like get like progressively more and more aggressive. As the show goes on. That might be true. The last week I, I saw I ran an Amy at the offices and she was like, Yeah, I'm gonna work on some new uh, some new rejoiners, some new imaging and stuff for the show. I was like, Oh great. And then the other day I heard the new one, I was like, Oh boy, I know how yep. the rest of these are gonna yeah, be. It's, <laughs> it's, it started out like Tom's back and we're excited, and it's like, Okay, Tom's back and he's kind of angry. Okay, now he's unruly, guys. Okay. We are trying to piss him off yeah. every day. Yep. Which is a fact, by the way. I'd like to point that out. You know, I was just thinking something. I ran down the hall just now and I've kind of taken over and I miss him dearly he was a, a really great friend and Chad Hartman his son is, uh, and I are still really really good friends but I've kind of taken the position of the Sid Hartman 
He was one guy, I don't care where you went with him, everybody knew Sid Hartman. Yeah. I mean, every Bob Hope, you said, well, I know you, maybe you've heard this, but I know you never have. <clears throat> but did I ever tell you a story about going over to Sid's cabin? No. Over on the St. Croix? Mm. Hey, Bernard, uh, why you run over with me? We'll go to the cabin. We'll hang out. Go have an ice cream cone after a while. So I said, okay. So we get to his house. I walk in and he goes, I got to leave. I think, what? We just got here. He goes, I'll be back in a half hour. Uh, if you get any calls, this is all landline stuff back then. That's how long ago it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. If the, uh, anybody calls, just take a message. I'll be back in a half an hour. So I'm sitting there. And I'm just talking about that, you know, Marie Osmond calling in and, hey, Tom, how you doing, Marie? How you doing? That kind of, like, knowing a lot of people. The phone rings. Oh, uh, yeah, can I talk to Sid? I said, oh, Sid's not here right now. I have to take a message. Yeah, yeah tell him that Ted Williams called. That was what? the first call. Ted Williams called. This is like 35 years ago. Oh, my God. Ted Williams calls, and I said, I'm sorry, Mr. Williams, but not here right now, and uh, I, I will pass along the word that you called. So I hang up. Two minutes later, phone rings again. Yeah, Sid there? I said, no, he's not in right now. Could they take a message? Yeah, tell him George Steinbrenner called. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Honest to God, it, w- it was just un- It was caller after caller. And then the final one, yeah, tell Sid that Bobby Knight called. I'm there a half an hour. I talked to three absolute worldly legends. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Sid. But what's that? It almost feels like he like told those three people to like, hey, <laughs> to can you, I need to make feel like a big <laughs> yeah. shot. Can you call my home phone? They loved Sid, and I mean, it wasn't just liking Sid a lot. They loved him, man. It was unbelievable. So maybe I'm kind of moving it. I should probably better get a cabin over on the St. Croix if I'm yeah. maybe. Yeah, you just invite somebody over. Like AJ's there answering the phone for you every day. Well, there you go. Yeah. Now you're talking. That's fine. But. I think that's in my <clears throat> job description, just <laughs> phone secretary. Yeah. Well, again, the show and score north. <laughs> we talked about it earlier, having lunch one day at the Lincoln Dell with Sid Hartman and, uh, Gene, and Simmons. The Gene Simmons from Kiss. <laughs> I have been one lucky son bitch. I will tell you that. I, you can be miserable and, oh, I'm a victim all you want. I'm sorry. Mm. I've been treated like shit by a lot of people, but I would never admit I was victimized because my life is just way too good. No doubt about it. Isn't that nice? I mean, just to have a, have a life like that where Marie Osmond just calls in and goes, I decided to be on your show. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, the closest thing to, like, the Sid answering the phone, like mm-hmm. having George Steinbrenner call, when I was in high school, I, went to, I used to go to the Vikings football camps all the time, and Nate Burleson who oh, now yeah. is, like, a uh, big <clears throat> CBS anchor. I like him. But uh, he was on the Vikings team. And he like me and him hit it off, and he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna call you because I think he had like he was gonna send me a jersey or something. I don't know. Somehow okay. he was gonna call me." And so my dad calls me. He's like, "Hey, Tevin, Nate Burleson just called the house for you." <laughs> like, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I think it was a joke." I was like, "Oh, no, 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 no!" Like, what did he say? Like, I'm tw- like probably 15 years old at the time, 16 years old. But yeah, that's the closest like celebrity equivalent that I would have. That's in this mo- see, I love that stuff. Yeah. Well, Sid knew everybody, and I mean everybody knew Sid, and Sid mm-hmm. knew everybody. I, honest to God, Chad was telling me at times he'd be sitting around the house and the phone would ring. Yeah, hi, is Sid there? No, this is his son, Chad. Oh, would you tell him that Bob Hope called? I'm like, oh, okay. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, well, it's probably a lot like mm-hmm. when like Andy and Alex being on the show and having yeah, suppose, you know, like yeah. celebrities come in all the time, and they're just like... Yeah, Louis Anderson, yeah, he came over for Christmas dinner once, like, where he's just a regular person. Yeah, for them, it's a totally different deal, because it's been their whole life. Yeah. You know, that famous people would come to the house or come in and work and do whatever. But I just, I I love the fact, 
it's an example that everybody can get along if you even try to. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? They used a word on the news last night, the national news, that literally destroyed my voiceover career. Oh, no. Because they're talking about a lot of people from the Middle East moving to the United States, and it was suggested on a national news show last night, wouldn't it be better if we kind of all assimilated to one another? My, they ruined my voiceover career over using that word, saying that it was very racist and horrible. Yeah. And now they're all using it. You were ahead of the times. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it cost me a lot of money to be ahead of the times, I'll tell you that. Well, also, like, people, I feel like, confuse assimilation with leaving your culture completely no. behind. Like, we're not saying, like, oh, if you come from Africa where you're used to wearing a dressing a certain way, like, you have to turn all that in and here's a pair of blue jeans and right. <laughs> whatever. Exactly. Like, no, you can still represent your, who you are as a culture, but we all have to come together and at least agree to live by a certain type of rules so we can all coexist peacefully together. And once again, when you walk into your friend's house as a little kid, you are assimilating to their household culture mm-hmm. because either you follow the rules or get the hell out. Right. Right. There is nothing wrong. And I hope you listen. Now, you didn't want to listen to me 25 years ago, so you listen to them now. It's a good thing to assimilate, to move toward one another, not away from one another. Yeah. Because I'm here to supply all the money, and you're here to take it. That's kind of the view we get right now. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the disagreements that happen in the world are just because people don't understand other people and where they're coming from. So it's like, yeah, if you can sit and have a conversation with somebody that's not like you and they're like, okay, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, your point of view. Now that's going to make your, everybody's lives a little bit easier because you're not so quick yep. to judge. 25 years later, I finally get to say it because it was used on the national news as a suggestion last night. All of you people that pissed off at me about bringing that up because you were 100% wrong, you all can kiss my sister's black cat's ass. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. That's fair, isn't it? And like, because like when people think like assimilate and leave your culture behind, like no. nobody wants that. Because I still, no. I want if you're from Mexico, I want you to bring the delicious food here with you. <laughs> exactly. because, like, there's nothing like America exactly. doesn't have like a, any like real traditions like as far as like you know food or culture goes. It's all from other places anyway. So yeah. our tradition is eating other people's food, right? And like yeah. watering it down that. and, and yeah. Americanizing your delicious food to yeah. make it less like what it should be. So yeah, bring. Yeah, all the good stuff with that you. is assimilation. Yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. Well, I still. Do you understand a, a younger generation why they had such a fit about that? Not really. No. Because I did say assimilator hit the goddamn road. I did say that. <laughs> yeah, that might be. Ta- I can understand how that's taken the wrong way. It definitely feels like it gives off the uh, if you don't know how to speak English type of vibe, you can't live here. That's not it at all. It's just me right. being a smartass. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> some people can't you. adjust to that, by the way. Either. If you're a smartass, some people just don't like that. It is definitely because I sometimes get in the same vein where I have to like kind of reel it in and be like, I can't be sarcastic with everybody I come <laughs> yeah. across because that's not going to end well yeah. for me. Oh, I understand that. Yeah. There's no question about that. But no, it's, I think it's great. I, I, what we're talking about right now, we, if we come together, you don't have to change your life. You don't have to change your views, your, your history. That's not what we're talking about. We just kind of assimilate to all fit in, in the same room and get along just fine without me pretending to kiss your ass because I need you to vote for me. Right. We got to get away from that. I'm only nice to you and giving you money because you're going to benefit, benefit me by voting for me. We got to get away from that. It's disgusting. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looked at. You're not looked at as a person. You're looked at as a tally in somebody's. You know, I got to collect all these votes. Yeah. You're not looked at as an individual. It's just how can I get you to like me? And also, then they'll tell you whatever. And then once they get elected, nothing happens. You know what I would lo- love to have done? I never did this when I was a kid. And I, looking back, I wish I had. Mm-hmm. Going to a friend of mine's house, like a black friend of my friend's house, to sit there and I go, I don't really like soul food. <laughs> I, like I would have loved to have done that. I think you don't like <laughs> delicious food. Like. I know, man. Hey, I tell you what. Are there really some really, I, they don't call it soul food anymore. They used to, soul food kitchen was really good. Yeah, now the they're more comfort food is Comfort what food, say, yeah. is that what it is? But, I, man, it, phenomenal. Yeah, like, and because it, it's so good. Like, it gives you some I mac agree. and cheese, some fried chicken, like... <laughs> Let's go. Like, it's, it's just, it's delicious. It's tough to beat. You're going to you feel like right. you weigh a thousand pounds after you eat it, but you, you're happy. Well, I'm happy just being here. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, what we were just talking about, bringing, it, bringing what happened 25 years ago and bringing it out, that's only part of assimilation. Mm-hmm. So now part, I'm going to move toward you because I agree with what you just said. You know, it's not my call. It's your call. That is all we were talking about. Yeah. Just understand one another. Your, your skin color, your culture, your orientation. I don't give a rat's ass about any of that stuff. If you're a prick, I ain't going to be nice to you just because of any of that stuff. Right. So by the same token, I'm not going to treat you badly because of all that stuff. Right. It makes no sense. No. People just need something to be angry about. I guess so. It all works out in the end. I'm imagining it'll all work out in the end. No question about it. Uh, 46. This is not nice. 46% of all pumpkin carving injuries will happen this week. I've never been injured carving a pumpkin, have you? No, but doesn't that also seem a little low? 46%? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. When are the other 54% of people carving pumpkins throughout the year where injuries are happening? Right. Does this week, are they including Halloween in this week? Because I would say, like, yeah, maybe that's there's true. a cutoff of, like, oh, okay. people yeah. have... You know, the other, what is it, 64 or 54% or whatever, um, is like the week before and leading up to it. And then like the last like 48 hours right before Halloween where people were like, they're (laughs) rushing. So that's why (laughs) I I lost a digit. Boom. I just had something pop in my head. Mm -hmm. What's that? Saying, oh, you know, oh, I'm not going to cover it. Catherine would be here. She'd be saying, you couldn't carve a pumpkin anyway. So don't talk about you've never carved a pumpkin on this particular day or week. You couldn't do it anyway. Why, why couldn't you carve a pumpkin? Because I'd rather stab somebody if I have a knife. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I've never been a big pumpkin carver. Me either. Like, it just doesn't do anything uh, for me. Well, plus, you got to throw away all the guts and all that. Yeah, and it smells and it's slimy <laughs> and, like, nah. It is slimy. Yeah. That is true. There's no question. But you get you guys like Halloween, though, don't you? Not really. Not like, really. You don't I, care I like for candy. It? Like I don't. I'm not a big dress up person. And go out. What's like... Candy's last name? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Ah, see. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know, brother? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So you like the candy and all that stuff. You just don't yeah. like. A... No. Well, like my family growing up, like I remember there was a few Halloweens where we would go out, but then after a while, my mom was like, "I get it. You guys want candy." I'm just going to go to the store and buy all the candy you want. <laughs> yeah. We're going to sit yep. at home and watch scary movies. You know what my favorite thing is about this time of the year, though? Is those 85-pound bags of the little Hershey's candy mm-hmm. bars, the little nut goodies. Not nut goodie, but uh, Mr. Good Bar and yep. all that stuff. Yep. I love those little things. They're about, I don't know, about an inch and a half long. Really yeah. good. You like those? 
Um, it depends. I'll like if I'm in the mood for them, yes. But if I'm not, you know, like how I, are you not in the mood for chocolate? Sometimes you just don't. You maybe, really? Sometimes you just want like a Skittle or something like that. But I've my never my been go there. my go to candy bar is probably Snickers. It's like the perfect it's candy a bar. Great bar. Oh, Snickers are elite. It's I cr- love them. They just woke up one day and were like, "We're just gonna make the best candy bar of all time." Yeah, they had no business doing what they did, but no. it's brilliant. I love it. It's the caramel <laughs> with the peanuts and the yeah. It's I don't even know what nougat is, but I'll take it. Yeah. Throw it in there. What the hell is nougat? <laughs> what is that? I'll look it up. I have no idea. It's the stuff inside a Snickers nougat, though, right? Yeah, it's like the gr- it's like a grayish like toffee, not toffee, but I don't. Yeah, it's like kind of soft. Deliciousness. It is really good. It's a family of confections made with sugar or honey, roasted nuts, walnuts, pistachios, hazelnuts, and macadamia nuts are common like in it. So it's just like a it's a bunch of stuff ground up and together with sugar and honey. Gee, yeah. no wonder it's so horrible. All right, yeah, whatever <laughs> whatever it is, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> oh god, it's a family. good candy bar. What else you got? What because I like um I do like Snickers probably best. I think we talked about this maybe a month ago, but I'm a big Almond Joy guy. Almond Joy is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, Milky True. Ways are good. Milky Ways Twix. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm still a fan of the Skittles. You know, that's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you really can't go wrong with any candy for the most Pretty part. Pretty much true. For the most part. I've never been like a Skittles guy, though. I'll, oh, I'll mess. I'll, I'll demolish a bag of Skittles. Is that a generational thing, you think? Because they weren't around when I was a little, little kid. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I don't know. So maybe it's a generational thing that it happened in your yeah. generation. When when you were a kid, did you like the sixlets? What's a sixlet? Uh, what? uh, my mom used that to talk about them familiar. all the time. They're like, they're like like little, a long tube of candy. Yeah, yeah it's almost like it's almost about. like M and M's essentially. You're right. But it was like before, or I guess an off brand. But yeah, my mom used to talk about it all the time. We used to go, we'd get a penny, yep. and we'd go buy a bag of sixlets for a penny and just sit there. And <laughs> I remember your God. I forgot all about this. Yeah, See, that's a wonderful memory. Okay, so back to the, the pumpkin carving, which I have, I have never carved a pumpkin because you don't want me anywhere near a pumpkin and a knife. <laughs> Here's a scary stat for Halloween. 46% of all pumpkin-related knife injuries will happen this week. A study found there are about 2,000 2, injuries a year carving pumpkins. That seems low. How would you cut yourself? Because you're cutting into it for the top, and then you dig everything out. And you just poke holes in it, don't you? Well, no, because if you're carving, like, the face of the pumpkin, and some people, like, if it's a bigger pumpkin, you'll use, like, a drill, sawzall, whatever type of thing. So I could see how Do they really? Oh, yeah, some people get elaborate with them. I'm thinking, because I've done this with other stuff, not to this extent, but you're trying to cut the eye hole or whatever, but you have to puncture it through, so... They might put their hand on the inside that's carved out, Ooh, and like they apply pressure, they end up just like stabbing their hand. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah, or like if you're cutting it from the front and you're trying to like brace it, and the knife goes too far in. If you're mm-hmm. using like the chef knife type of thing and cut your finger, yeah, yeah, I can see how it happens. I just no thanks. No, I'll buy a plastic <laughs> pumpkin that lights up when you plug it in, or, or just paint the face of the. You can paint it on there. That's mm-hmm. very Size very true. Too. Pumpkin pie, I've never been a fan of that even. No, oh, sweet potato pie over pumpkin pie all no, day, every day. I don't like pumpkin pie. I'm not sure pie. I've ever had sweet potato pie. <clears throat> I'm going to make one for you. Okay. My grandma, oh my gosh, makes, like, she's very a very old black woman in Louisiana and makes the best sweet potato pie, and I was able to, like, coax her into <laughs> telling her her secrets. Yes. And so, yeah, that's my, that's my go-to. Where in Louisiana? Uh, they live in, it's a small town called Jonesville. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it's like south of Baton Rouge. Very nice. 
Uh, it's a, no, no, I mean, no, it's not a nice. You town. know, like it's, <laughs> it's a very small town. Like, well, that's I mean, it's true. a, yeah, it's okay. a, it's yeah. a, I shouldn't say it's not nice. It's, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's just a very, very small town in Louisiana. I'm like, telling you though that Louisiana, Mississippi, you get down there by the Gulf Coast, man, that is beautiful down there. Yeah, I love it. Like yeah, I, I lived in New Orleans, of course. <laughs> I lived in Baton Rouge for for a summer, and oh, you did, like, okay. Yeah, and I love like the people are very, very nice down there. And I mean, like anywhere, yep. it's got its bad areas, but it's I loved it. I understand why you would, no question. So yeah, about 2,000 people a year cut themselves uh, carving pumpkins. That's just the uh, people who end up in the ER, by the way. That's not just people cut, that's okay. who end up in the ER. Oh, okay. So maybe that's, that's not, not as bad. low as I think then. No. Yeah, maybe not, because this is a serious injury. Um, yeah, that's, that's not good. 84% of them happen in October. November is next at 11. Uh, November? Why would you carve a pumpkin after Halloween? That's a, some people like makes no some sense. people associate pumpkins with like just fall in general. Just well, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I suppose. Experts say even adults should really be using those orange pumpkin carving knives. They're a lot safer than a real knife. For kids under ten, think about painting pumpkins instead. See, Uncle Tevin mm-hmm. pointed it out. Or you may want to do the carving for them. No, I don't. But thanks for asking. I appreciate you asking. <laughs> I have no interest in carving pumpkins. I would. I would absolutely suck at that. Okay, uh, after I read this story, you're probably going to get up and go home because you'll be all rubbing his hands. KFC. Okay, I mean, I'm more of a Popeyes guy, but <laughs> all right. KFC. But let me finish this Racist. sentence. I had... Racist? <laughs> oh, my God. Why didn't you ask AJ about the KFC story? Is it because I'm black, Tom? Yes, that's exactly why. (laughs) It's also why I didn't use that old... A neighbor of mine took the word Snickers and used it in a different way. He was a black man in America today. I could have done that, but I didn't. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, too, don't you? Just putting the the candy bar's Uh, name and the word please right after it. Yeah, I love making white people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not uncomfortable at all, believe me. I don't give a rat's ass out. Uh, KFC's mac and cheese wrap is making its debut along with returning faves. Ooh, okay. Okay, all of a sudden you're my my buddy again. All of a sudden he's my pal again. You see that? Tell me more about it. Next time. Oh, Tom. Next time lead with mac and cheese wrap. (laughs) Instead of KFC. (laughs) Yeah. I can be honest with you, though. I do like Popeyes more than KFC. Oh, Popeyes is, I don't, I refuse to argue with black folks that think KFC is better. You know that there are five Popeyes, like, all around my house? They, like, circle my house. And they used to not be up here. Like, <laughs> right. I, like I remember, as of very recently, they weren't ever up here. And now it's glorious that they made their way Dr. What's-His-Name had the first one over on Lake Street, right? Right by 35W. I th- yeah, I think that's the first one. Poppy. That was interesting. All of a sudden, there's something moving next to me. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's a puppy. That's what it- Yeah, um, Dr. John Nigerian, I think. I believe he was the first one to bring a Popeyes up here. Okay. I think, I don't know if you can check that out or not, if it didn't even show up, but KFC first introduced wraps in February 2023 with two flavors sold for a limited time. Now the wraps are making a comeback along with a new, uh, all, all new variety, I should say. The fast food chain will be adding a chicken and macaroni cheese wrap to its menu. Chicken to, and macaroni. I might have to make a stop over at uh, good old Popeye, uh, KFC. <laughs> KFC. You might have to get in there today. It's oh, my God. Did you see the picture of it? No. Look at this. This. Look at that. That looks phenomenal. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that, that looks amazing. <laughs> it looks amazing, but I also got it like, you, that's like a once in a while. You, that yeah. should not be in your diet 
weekly, you know? No. Probably not. You know, just to and be safe. If you if you do like the that rap, it looks like have you ever been to Soul Bowl? Yeah. Yep. It looks like that kind oh, of. Like okay. it has that kind of vibe. It's delicious. They don't do the wraps, but they have like oh. the where it's like the mac and cheese with the chicken and everything in it. That's delicious. Also Frank. at KFC. Yeah, the brownies. <laughs> like, he goes, oh, the brownies. Oh, the brownies are good, too. God, I love that stuff. Why don't we just wrap it up? It's like quarter to ten. Just let's go home. And... They open here pretty soon. We can just swing through on the way back. <laughs> we'll swing through on the way home. No, that I'm telling you, that looks really good. KFC's Mac and Cheese Wrap is making its debut along with returning faves. Uh, yeah, that, that with the macaroni and the meat and the wrap and the whole, that looks really good. And then they got solid pieces of chicken in a wrap, too, not just cut up pieces of chicken. They got a solid piece of breaded chicken in a wrap. Yeah. You'd go for that, wouldn't you? Yeah. There's, you can't, if you mix, <laughs> you know I don't care what the restaurant is, like if you mix mac and cheese with like fried chicken and, and like I'm going to at least think about trying it. Like I'm not not just gonna glaze over that. What's stopping yeah. them from mixing some like mashed potatoes in there too? You know. Oh. Well, they used to KFC used to do those famous bowls. Do you remember those? I I remember them. I never had them. Did you? They, oh yeah, they put they used to put the biscuit at the bottom. Oh with, yeah. With like yep. the uh, like mashed potatoes and gravy and corn and chicken. Oh my gosh, it was the high mm. school. Tevin should have been like 300 pounds. <laughs> How much were you? 298. No, I was like 185. <laughs> 185 and yeah. what? Six four, yep, yeah. That's and a then, little light. Yeah, and then went to college and gained like thirty pounds in a year. All booze? No, it was all like going into the weight room and my football coach. Oh, was like, you did? You yeah, my football it. coach was like, "You were gonna make you gain a bunch of weight, otherwise you're gonna die." And was that North Dakota? Yep, NDSU. NDSU, baby. What position did you play? Uh, I was like a wide receiver, tight end. Why weren't you the quarterback? <laughs> no, not absolutely not. <laughs> you don't want to get smoked. <laughs> I mean. One just not a good enough of an arm, and oh, like okay. I was, I don't know. I I loved Randy Moss and Chris Carter as a Vikings fan growing up, and sure. so that's where I was like, yeah, I want to be out there. Mo definitely. God, Randy Moss. I used to love watching that guy. Oh, he was like the greatest receiver, and for my money, the greatest receiver of all time. I would have to be come pretty close to agreeing with you on that yeah. one. He was amazing. I loved it when he faked pulling his pants down in Green yeah. Bay. Yeah, I mean, he's got the shirt on for it. Now. Oh, you do? I didn't even notice that. Wait a minute, I gotta take my glasses off. You've got – I didn't even notice you were wearing that. That's amazing. And I loved that moment because I believe it was, it was Monday night – it was either Monday night or yep. Sunday night football. I think so, yeah. And the rumor was that the there were Packer fans that mooned the Vikings bus as yep. they were coming oh. in, so that's why I did it. But then, okay. like, the audio of it, when you hear Joe Buck, like, that is the most disgusting. Oh, it's God. like, oh, just get over yourself. <laughs> Relax. And him, he didn't really pull his pants no, down. No, no. I'll give him credit because Joe Buck has come back. And he has, much, yeah. He said, yep. like, I, I overreacted yeah, in the yep. moment. Uh, but he was so, like, fresh into the, like, the football commentating world. Mm-hmm. That he's like, I almost need to, like, overcommit to just not liking this so that I can, like, stay as a corporate guy, you yeah. know? So he said, but, yeah, in hindsight, it's a fun moment. It's an all-time moment. And yeah. Yeah, iconic. What's his father's most famous line in his entire announcing career? And we'll Jet- see you. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. That's it, baby. Uh, for like a World Series. In the Kirby Minnesota Puckett, Twins. Puckett. Game yep. six, baby. <clears throat> Game six, Kirby Puckett. You're absolutely right. Jack Buck, who was a very nice guy, by the way. Yeah. Really pleasant. I've never met Joe, but Jack was a really nice guy. We have a break here, do we not? We do. We'll take a break. Be right back. We're coming up on Mary Mack. We're coming up on Kristen Burt. We're coming up on Jim McMahon. All of that in the next hour. Be right back. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Hurry. 